This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on the podcast, uh, we talk about new anti-Semitism, this time from Nick Cannon. Um, Why are all these actors and athletes having troubles with this? Uh, We'll get into that. Um, And CNN is giving us a new uh, team to cover racism in America, a race team. We're very excited about the prospects of where that might go. A big resignation at the New York Times today uh, in a dramatic fashion, a resignation letter uh, talking about how this uh, once uh, vaunted newspaper is no longer the place for opinions that challenge the norm. Uh, It's a pretty big deal. It develops during the show. And we talked to the founder and CEO of Gab, uh, one of the uh, alternative uh, social networks, who is now not only having his company uh, unable to accept money, but personally, he's unable to spend money uh, at at lots of businesses because they're blacklisting him. Very bizarre developments. We get into that today. Make sure you go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code SAVETHEFAMILY. That'll save you 20 bucks off your subscription. Uh, Tonight, a brand new Stu Does America as well. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and Stu Does America wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review them as well. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk about Nick Cannon. Now, I am proud to say I don't even know who Nick Cannon is. Uh, Nick Cannon, apparently a big star. Uh, he's on America has talent or they've got show talent. Us your wasabas or whatever it is. They've got talent. Okay. And uh, he's wonderful. Uh, formerly married to Mariah Carey, I hear, Stu. Yes, formerly married to Mariah Carey. Used to do a radio show at the same station my wife did. Uh, so she's met him before. And he said he was very nice. Um, but again, mm. you know, she's she's not Jewish. So that may have been the reason why right. they had such a nice relationship. Well, she is white. Mm-hmm. Okay. He seems to have a problem with white people and Jewish people. Mm. So uh, apparently um, he hosted on his podcast that is all the rage these days with the kids. Uh, he hosted rapper Professor Griff. Uh, who is who is very anti-Semitic and, you know, has said things like Jewish families secretly control the world um, and and that also black people can't be anti-Semitic because they're the real Semitic people. Now, is he uh, an actual professor? Do we know if this is coming from an academic background? Don't think he is. I think it's kind of like Professor X, okay. uh, who I don't know was a real professor either. Mm. Um he said, in order to be anti-Semitic, I'd have to be an anti-black man, anti-black woman, anti-black people, anti-black Africa, uh, and anti-all other people. Mm. And I can't be because I'm black and um, mm. the real Semitic people are black. Okay, well, this sounds kind of like the Nation of Islam uh, and Louis Farrakhan. Probably is because he and his his buddy Cannon seem to really like Louis Farrakhan. Um, apparently, 
they spoke positively of Louis Farrakhan uh, and the nation of Islam. And Cannon said, when you have a person who has the lack of pigment, the lack of melanin uh, that they know will be an- they know they'll be annihilated. Therefore, they know that, however, they've got they've got the power. They have the lack of compassion because melanin uh, comes with compassion. I didn't know that. Did you know that skin pigmentation is also equal to compassion? Again, I would not. I would not. So the darker you are on this. Uh, no, that was canon. Oh, okay, that yeah, was then. just the sounds crazy. Then that was just the stupid actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he says uh, pigmentation comes with soul. That's what we call we call soul brothers and soul sisters, um, and that's uh, melanin, and it it it, it uh, connects us to the people that don't have it. Uh, and I, I'm going to say this carefully. This is what he gets careful. I'm going to say this carefully, um, uh, but. Um, you know, they're they're a little less where the term actually comes uh, comes from. I, I'm I'm going to bring it back around to Minister Farrakhan uh, that uh, white people and Jewish people just may not have compassion. Uh, when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, they didn't have the power of the sun. Oh, I, well, I've got my decoder ring. Are you wearing your sun controlling decoder rings too? Because I've got the power of the sun in my. Yeah, it's solar power, too. So it does work that way. Yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, right, all right. So we still have the power to control the sun. The sun started to deteriorate them. So they were acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of deficiency. So the only way they can act is evil. They have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight in order to survive. So these uh, people, and when I say, you know, these people, or when I say we, I speak of the melanated people. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric because they were in these Nordic mountains, uh, and they're these rough uh, torrential environments, so they're acting as animals, and they're the ones closer to animals. They're the ones who are actually the true savages. Um, I, I want to say, you know, the context when we speak of Jewish people, white people, Europeans and the Illuminati, they're just doing these things as survival tactics to stay on the planet. Now, I didn't know any of that. Did you know any of that? No, Stu? I, 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 I uh, it was a good thing that he was careful because that's a really kind of dicey scientific line <laughs> that you don't usually like to walk. Um, now he has come out yesterday and responded, uh, to this, uh, he said there was no malice or negative intent, but in a time like 2020, we've got to have these conversations. We do. We, we have to have those conversations. I mean, we can, uh, I think somebody, well, I don't trust scientists quite uh, very much anymore, but maybe somebody with, you know, a clue that uh, <laughs> racist back in the, you know, progressive era were saying that pigmentation came with compassion or came with uh, intelligence. And that's been widely disproven. Um, you know, maybe somebody should be in the room that, that knows a little something about that. But he said, I am, you know, I, I didn't mean anything bad by this. Um, and, uh, you know, if there's an assumption that it was perceived as ignorant, well, then let's debunk it right away. Oh, Nick, that was so sweet of you. 
He said a few rabbis have reached out since then. And uh, he said, my podcast is specifically an academic podcast uh, to have tough and difficult conversations based off of text. And when I read something and something's not accurate, let's do away with it. I can't wait to sit down with some of the people to educate me. Um, you know, he said, uh, and, and I like this, too, because this this goes right along with the thinking of Black Lives Matter. He said, for instance, my father, I don't agree with everything my father said. There's some things that he raised me with that are powerful and I hold on to. And some things I'm like, I don't agree with none of that. Uh, I can't be responsible for my father's words or actions, uh, you know, or or Minister Farrakhan, uh, you know, he's been ministering and, and saying things that he has said that that's his voice in his fight. I can only be held accountable for what I've seen and heard and done. Wow, Nick. Now that is a revolutionary thought, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It's amazing uh, how people internalize these views and then just think they're normal. Like, you know, you you hear about them your entire life from your friends, from your family, and then you think, oh, yeah, well, everyone knows X, Y, or Z is true, and, and it's not. I mean, you know, we go back to the Million Man March back in the day. I mean, this is under Louis Farrakhan, right? And it's like, he got he got some mockery from the right because only 400,000 people showed up. It's a, it's a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot yeah, of people. When you see the Farrakhan speeches uh, when he, when he gets in trouble on Twitter and stuff, you look at them, it's, these are packed venues sometimes that are cheering loudly mm-hmm. for these crazy things that he is saying. And then we hear about there was one militia member in Montana who was planning. And it's like, all right, well, this movement never gets any attention except for the positive when they're meeting with congressmen and stuff. And you saw this happen with several athletes this past week when the Deshaun Jackson thing happened. Then Steven Jackson came out and said things. Uh, we have Nick Cannon now saying the same things. Like there's there's a there's a real foundation for the Farrakhan ideology that goes through these circles. Uh, it seems to be overrepresented in in Hollywood and in athletes that believe this stuff. I just think it's true. And, can't, mm-hmm. and when you say they say it out loud, they're actually I think surprised that there's any pushback because when is they when have they ever received it before? Well, um, Deshaun Jackson has received. A little bit of uh, pushback. Uh, he is. He's now, I think, on his 12 tribe tour where he is <laughs> meeting with all 12 tribes, even the lost tribes. Yes. Uh, and uh, isn't he going to Auschwitz now? Yes. I was very concerned about it when I read that headline. I'm like, are they sending him there? Is that where we're, is that where this culture is? Are we sending <laughs> people to going? Auschwitz now when they so, say things that are wrong? <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Um was he just a stupid idiot moron or does he actually believe these things? My belief is that he's just a moron, right? Like who, why do we go to athletes and celebrities for opinions on these matters? We shouldn't ever. This is the thing before social media, you never heard the idiot, you know, football players opinion about, about the, you know, the Jewish people. They just didn't say anything. They, they asked him about screen passes and fly patterns. Like that's what they asked him about. Now they ask, they're constantly talking on, you know, they're on their own with no PR person tweeting quotes from Hitler. I don't know how we got that far, but, <laughs> and it's not even Hitler. He didn't even get it right. Um, you know, I think honestly, he probably read this. It's, it's interesting when you look at the quote, he, he just doesn't, I don't think he has any idea he's ever thought about any of these things. Do I think he's hateful towards Jewish people? I sincerely doubt it. I just doubt he's put any thought into it. When you read the quote, 
it has a lot of white person bashing in it. And do I believe that Deshaun Jackson would 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 tweet a white bashing quote uh, and and correctly assume he would get no pushback at it, about it at all? I think that's really yes. possible because that's an acceptable yes, group possible. to just say terrible things about, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. because it said the way it was worded, and it's, it's a it's a fake Hitler quote, but the way Quickly. it was worded was like white Jews, and it said white people a lot throughout it, and he probably just mistook it. That's not an acceptable excuse, but why do we care what Deshaun Jackson thinks about anything? Just say, who cares? You know, if you have a chance here to, no, to but, educate him, but great, I, but, but I that's also, the end of it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think we should move on from these these imbeciles uh, and just think about the people that we can save. But I, I find it interesting because, you know, in society, because it had Jew in the with white people and Jewish that crossed the line. Mm-hmm. If it was just white people, he probably would have gotten away with it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. There are a few other people uh, that are already paying a very high price that you need to know about. Andrew Torba is the founder of Gab. Um, Gab, he's a Christian, uh, and he wanted just to defend free speech. And he saw the rise of censorship. And so he started Gab. And it has a community of 4.5 million people from around the world using various alternate uh, technology products, such as Gab Social, uh, the Dissenter web browser, and people-powered news aggregator Gab Trends. Well, he's run into some problems with that. He has not only been um, uh, shut down and squashed, he is being depersoned. Andrew is here to talk about what is happening and who's doing it to him. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I appreciate you having me on. Sure. So now you were banned by both Apple and Google, right? Uh, and and why was that? <laughs> well, they claim that we uh, have hate speech on our website, which, of course, as we both know, is not a legally defined term in the United States of America. The Supreme Court has unanimously ruled uh, that that is uh, uh, 100% protected by the First Amendment on multiple occasions. Uh, so I, I'm not sure what they mean by that, but it, it's not only App Source Clan, it's also hosting providers, it's payment processors, it's a uh, you know, basic level of infrastructure required to, to run websites such as email services. All in all, we've been banned from about 25 or so different services and platforms. And it's not only the business, Glenn, it's, it's also me personally. So I've been banned from things like Coinbase and things like PayPal. And um, now even Visa is, is totally blacklisting us. It's, it's mafia-style tactics wait, that they wait, wait, against wait. us. Wait, so it's not just Gab. Now they are making it impossible for you to do a transaction using any financial service. Right. Primarily uh, using services like PayPal or using services like Coinbase. I mean, you know, a lot of these different services have basically you know, a monopoly on transacting on the Internet. So, you know, 100 percent of our business right now is being operated by check by mail. People are actually writing out physical checks and mailing them to a P.O. box uh, or Bitcoin. Right. So that's what we're relying on right now for our customers, because we, we cannot process payments on the Internet. So this is the kind of stuff, you're a Christian, uh, this is the kind of stuff, if you don't accept the mark of the beast, you're not going to be able to 
uh, do any business. You're not going to be able to have, you know, uh, make any transactions. You're kind of already yeah. starting down this road. Yes, and that's why I, you know, wrote a, a very long editorial about this, and I'm glad that you and others are talking about this, is because I want other Christians to be aware of this. You know, it's we're not too far away, Glenn, from seeing the Bible labeled as hate speech. And if you are a, you know, Christian website or if you're a church and you want to transact on the Internet, um, I don't think we're too far off from, you know, seeing exactly what is happening to me happen to all Christians on the Internet. So that's why I'm speaking up about it. I mean, you bring up, you know, Revelation 13, 17, uh, you know, any man that doesn't have the mark of the beast, uh, you know, isn't allowed to transact, not allowed to buy or sell. And that's exactly what is happening to me right now. And I, I do believe that it's largely because I am very outspoken about my faith in Christ. Um, and you don't see too many, you know, uh, technology CEOs that are, are very candid and very open about that. But I'm, I'm very proud of that. And uh, it's not something that I'm going to hide. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. If I had to guess, I would say it's a big part of it. Um, but I'm not going to back down. Um, you know, like you, as you mentioned, we have 4.5 million people in our community from around the world, from all different backgrounds, all different countries, all different beliefs. Um, and we just want to preserve and export, uh, you know, the freedoms that we have here as Americans with the First Amendment to people all around the world who don't have that, that blessing that we have legally here. So you, you don't, you protect free speech. So do you allow people to, you know... National socialists, I mean, I don't think the national socialists are any worse than the international socialists, but do you edit speech at Gab? We, we do not. So we do have lines, though. We don't allow threats of violence. Uh, we don't allow illegal activity. We do not allow pornography. Um, you know, common sense stuff essentially do not break U.S. law on our website. Um, and, you know, we have people from all different political backgrounds, absolutely. We have, you know, people that are support communists. And we have people that, you know, identify as national socialists. These people are a very, very small minority. Um, and as long as they're not making threats of violence, as, as long as they're not doing anything illegal, you know, they're allowed to have political discussions. Um, you know, there's multiple studies that show that Gab is not an echo chamber because we allow this free flow of information and this free flow of discussion. And I personally believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant. So, you know, if you have someone that is, uh, you know, a communist, the best way to, you know, convert them over is to, to have a, a conversation with them and, and highlight the ills of communism, for example. So what's next for you? What, what, what do you foresee, Andrew? Um, well, how, how, are you, how are you going to... So they, they, they've attacked us at pretty much every possible angle. And we've spent the past two years building our own infrastructure. You know, um, the left loves to say, if, if you don't like uh, Silicon Valley's rules, go and build your own platforms, go and build your own website. And that's exactly what I did back in 2016. Little did I know that I would also have to build my own hosting infrastructure. I would have to build my own payment processing infrastructure, my own email infrastructure. And that's exactly what we did. So we, we built everything in-house. It took about two years. Um, but now we're very extremely resilient. Um, so there's not many more attack vectors that they can come after us with, um, I guess, unless they get us uh, banned from the post office. <laughs> I, I, and you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Are you uh, are you still able to take um, donations now that you've built your own uh, payment processor? Can you take donations or will you soon be able to do that and take donations or not donations, but subscriptions online? Yes. 
So we, uh, unlike you know Facebook and Twitter, we don't sell our users. Our users are not the product being sold. We have an optional subscription service um, that is called Gab Pro that people can upgrade to and unlock additional features on the site. Um, right now we have eCheck, so you know you can enter in your your routing and your account number and pay us that way. You can write us uh, an actual physical check and mail it to our PO box, or you can use Bitcoin. Um, so those three options are, are the only options that we have. Unfortunately, we cannot uh, accept debit or credit card because what's happening is someone from Visa, and we've been told this from multiple payment processors, is that someone from Visa is sitting on our site waiting for us to get a processor up. As soon as we do, they contact that processor and they threaten them with heavy fines unless they, unless they remove us. So obviously the processor doesn't want to incur those heavy fines and, uh, and they end up removing us. So we literally have, again, mafia-style tactics here with someone at Visa sitting on our site and, and watching for us to get a new processor and then immediately, you know, basically threatening them and attacking them unless they remove us. So, you know, we do have several options. Why would they do that? Well, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm like, not dismissing. I know they're doing it. But why would they sure. do that? Well, because we're growing like crazy and uh, we don't have any dependence on corporate advertisers. You see, um, you know, this boycott of Facebook advertisers. So they're going after Facebook's, you know, cash cow, which is advertisers. We don't have that problem. We're fully funded by our users. So, you know, they just don't want our users to be able to support us and pay us because we've been growing like crazy. Our traffic is up, you know, 22 percent month over month. Um, you know, we had our best month ever for revenue, despite being, uh, you know, blacklisted by Visa and not being able to accept credit cards. So we're growing and, and um, you know, they don't like that. The, the powers that be don't like that and they want it to stop. So that's why we're, we're under attack is because we offer a viable alternative to Facebook and to Twitter and to uh, all these, uh, you know, big tech uh, tyrants that, that are silencing Americans and, and people all over the world. All right. So your website is gab.com, G-A-B.com. You might want to check it out uh, for yourself. I am uh, I'm warning you that uh, all of us are going to be in this situation if uh, we don't change our ways uh, soon. Um, But uh, he is ahead of the uh, head of the game. And Andrew, I wish you the best of luck. And if there's anything we can do to help you, we stand behind you uh, 100%. We don't have to even agree other than we agree in the Bill of Rights that everybody has a right to their opinion, a right to speak out and and be heard in the public square. That doesn't mean they have the right to be uh, endorsed or even uh, claimed to be accurate, but they have a right uh, to say it and only the speech that we all despise is the speech that needs protecting. Thank you so much for doing that, Andrew. I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. God bless. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Stu, we were just talking about uh, COVID. Um, Your feeling on the COVID thing, because I just, I keep going back and forth. We talked to a doctor yesterday and he said it does more damage to keep people at home uh, then it's going to save. Well, and I, he said all these restrictions are, are are not scientifically backed at all anymore. I'm fascinated by the fact that they, you know they keep saying like all oh, these red states are responsible for the spread. When they also say it's all kids at bars, it's like, well, the 23 year old at bar is not a Republican voter. That's a Democratic voter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not red state fault. That's blue states inside of red states. Na, 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 na.